and welcome to another episode of Do You Know What? I'm Flo. I'm Samantha. And together we are just two friends talking utter crap. Hi guys, yes we are finally back. I know it's been another two week gap um, and we will be blaming Flo for this one because she just wasn't in a great mood earlier this week. That's the kind of things Mother Nature and having an ear infection will do for you. So, But we are back finally, so apologies. Apologies. We're adulting today, guys. We've got dishwashers on, washing machines on. We are functioning. Um, Don't go that fast. Yeah, I mean, mean, partially functioning. I haven't even put a bra on today um, and it's already half 12. I was going to say, compared to yesterday, we're doing a lot better. I managed to not only forget to walk Betsy at lunch, but I then forgot to feed her at night. <laughs> and then there was just a few other bits that I just kept forgetting to do. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just writing Someone today. Someone called the RSPCA. Oh, no, she was fine. I did, I did walk her in the end and I did feed her. Because usually, like, she'll pester me because she's hungry. And she wasn't doing that, so I completely forgot. So Maybe you should start setting alarms to feed her or something. Well, no, because if she's not pestering me, she's not hungry. And I think she has put on a bit of weight, so I probably need to be careful of that as well. Have you made her into a little podger like you? Bitch. <laughs> uh, no, she. to be fair, she was skinny when I got her because um, my aunt had been trying to, like, steadily increase her weight so that it didn't just, like, she didn't just get fat. Um, so she did need to put on a bit of weight. Um, and also I've not really been walking her a lot recently because I've just, like last week I just couldn't be bothered so she got her three walks a day but no one like super long ones so yeah so we, we need to get walking again it's really yeah. funny, when the weather is crap I was walking her tons, now the weather's nice I'm like, ooh, outside, ooh, no I'm the same though, like I'm actually more likely to go on like a little walk if it's like grey and potentially going to start raining rather than when it's really sunny because when it's really sunny I can't be arsed, like I just get too hot, I get sweaty, I need to remember to take water with me, I need to put my sun cream on and I'm too like, many people. So... sorry that was really <laughs> aggressive. So yeah, so me and Samantha are actually attempting to adult today. Uh, I've even finally washed my bed sheets, which my parents will be really glad to know. Uh, I'm not going to disclose when they were last changed, but they've now been changed. No, they've now been... Oh, they have been... Like, you've actually changed them. Oh, well, I've taken them off and they're in the wash. I just need to put the clean right. ones on. Right. But, you know, it's happening, guys. It's happening. It's a miracle. I know. I know. What have you been up to, my friend? I have been in Sheffield. Um... So spent a week there, just chilling, played a lot of badminton oh, in the garden. You mess- I was about to say, you messaged me uh, as you were going up to Sheffield saying that something really weird happened, but you never actually told me what happened when you were Tanith. Oh my God! Yes! I for- Okay, so, right, yes. Now this is a while ago. Thank you for reminding me. It's because you delayed... Shut up! Week. <laughs> um, so, when I- so I went into work... Um, and Tanith and I went for a drink after work and we were sat outside um, and it's like central London so you know you get a lot of people begging for money and stuff like that so this guy came over and was like do you have any change and we were like no sorry Um, and he was like oh please blah 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 and we're like no sorry and then he noticed my um, my cross wait where is it it's hiding Um, so my cross was out and he noticed my cross and he started like leading in like to me um and like really weirdly was like 
have you got any change like we were like no and then he sort of got like a bit angry and then as he walked away he like hit my elbow and then carried on walking and then he turned around and came back and started like shouting at me going like are you Irish are you Irish and we were like um please can you go away now you know and he was like are you Irish and we were like can you please leave um and you know just kept asking him to leave and eventually he walked off and Tanith was like watching like okay, like he's crossing the road. I think he's actually gone this time. And she was like, your cross set him off. Like he he went from like slightly weird to like fully psychotic in the space of like a minute. And I was just like, okay, I think he doesn't like Irish people. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but yeah, it was really weird. It's like scary. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've also just realized how far away my white mic was. So um, apologies if the first, five ten minutes of this audio is absolute utter crap from me i was trying to figure out like why like what his problem was and then like he must be from like because he was a bit older i was like you must be sort of someone that's just you know back in the we hate the irish days yeah because it's not like it's so weird that he's seen across seen that you're ginger and gone to irish well i mean it makes sense because like we said before the catholic cross has jesus on it like the Roman Catholic oh, cross. Yeah. So, you know, most people like in England are Protestant and they don't have, you trying to see it? Yeah. I don't know if I can... Oh yeah, it has as well. I've never noticed that. <laughs> um, yeah, but most people would just have like a normal plain cross. Um, and yeah, I'm also ginger, so. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I was like, but also he was like, I was like, why did you have to touch me? It's like, now I have to get my coat dry cleaned. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I Basically, I found a new YouTuber who talks about true crime. A lot of murders happen because, like, spur of the moment, you've done something in that moment to annoy them, whether that was refusing their advances or being Irish for this guy. Yep. So, you know, maybe if Tanith wasn't there, he'd maybe try and hurt you. You never know with these Hon- things. Honestly, it was like, because we were both getting to a point where we were like, what do we, like, we're looking at each other a bit like. Where in London exactly was it? West central London. So, like, were you in a busy place? Yeah, pretty pretty busy, like, down the road. It's near, like, all of the, um, like, the courts and stuff, like that part of London. Yeah, because I always find this interesting because, like, a, like, a lot of these crimes, there's always a witness that's always like, yeah, I heard something or I saw something. Like, I heard a scream or I saw someone being bundled away. But I just ignored it because, you know, I didn't want to get involved. It's, like, it's really weird because, like, you could have potentially stopped it. Yes, okay, you could have potentially also been harmed. But you could potentially have stopped it. And it's just weird how no one gets involved when they see people under threat. I know, but I think it's... I mean, some people do. It's a bit like the... What is it? It's like fight, flight or freeze isn't oh right okay yeah I'm sorry I get the get it now yeah yeah what? I suppose I was like isn't freeze the same as flight and I was like no flight you'd actually fully run away freeze is like you know when um what are they called like the animals that like lions like gazelles do lions attack the gazelles yeah I mean lions would probably attack most things yeah, so say, for example, so lions, apparently, like, they'll, like, attack a gazelle. The gazelle will, like, after... So the gazelle will start running away. Then when it gets caught up by the lion and the lion bites it, it will then freeze and play dead. Um, and then when the lion goes off to, like, get its cubs to come and feed off the dead animal, it runs away. And it waits... To, so it will play dead, waiting for the lion to leave. And then it... That, so it freezes and then it runs away. 
because it knows that if it tries to fight, it's not going to work. So it just freezes. It's clever. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, me and Samantha watched a film last night called The Women in the Window. And then without, OK, it's, we're going to have spoilers because, frankly, it's not really worth the watch. I personally don't think. But there was a part of it where someone had been like stabbed. And I'm just like, they fully should have just carried on playing dead and they probably would have got out of it alive. Mm. I mean, that is in the trailer that someone gets stabbed. So you, you haven't spoiled anything there. No, no, the other stabbed. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? When he. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I suppose, but he did that to help yeah, the lady. Yeah, that's very true. Because he saw that she she was gonna get hurt, so he was like, "I'm probably gonna die here anyway, so let me try and help her." True. I mean, yeah, I know we're jumping about a bit here, but we watched a, a film last night called "The Woman in the Window," and I'm not even joking. We, between us, called everything before it happened. Like, we just make comments, and then it gets to the end, and we're like, oh, yeah, we actually called that. I think the best thing was that we, we were trying to work out what film we were going to watch, like, earlier on in the day. And I was like, oh, can we watch this one? I was like, yeah. I was like, it's probably going to be one of those ones where, like, not a lot happens for the first hour, and then, like, the last 20 minutes, just loads of shit hits the fan, and you're like, whoa, this has gone from zero to 100, and then, like, it ends. And then, literally, as we got to the last 20 minutes, I was like, whoa, this has just gone from zero to 100. And Flo was like, you did say that would happen. I was like, that's, yeah. that's, that's a good point. I did. Yeah, I wasn't disappointed from my expectations of what the film was going to be. Um, like it, it ticked every single box for what I wanted out of that film. Really? Um, well, yeah, because I just wanted something that was like you know an easy watch. Like you don't have to necessarily give it your full attention. You can probably work it out, but it's actually still done pretty well. You know, filmed quite well. Um, you know, interesting enough. Quite like we said, quite predictable. But if you don't mind, like, watching, I'd give it, like, a 6 out of 10, probably. I have said my rating. I was really disappointed in it. Like, See, maybe you had a higher expectation than I did going in. Yeah, I expected it to be, like, really good. Especially when you look at the cast. Like, Amy Adams is the lead actress. Gary Oldman's in it. Like, Gary Oldman's, like, a phenomenal actor. And then is it... Is it is it Julianne Moore? Is that how you is that her name? She again, oh, she's yeah. an amazing actress. Although I do think she played her part very well. So I'm just like, when you see characters like that, I like to be fair, I like the fact it was a really small cast. Like there's literally only yeah. 24 characters that are on like the the list of uh, people in it. But it did feel very much like your GCSE drama production. Yeah, it did feel a bit GCSE drama. Although it's not as bad as Hollyoaks with the um Curtis and his brother. Oh, I don't from... watch Hollyoaks. Oh, mate, I can't believe you didn't see it. It was everywhere. Like, it was the most, like, that is juicier. Like, I would have to say that this film, um, you know, that's degree level. Um, and Hollyoaks was like year two. Um, like, honestly, I'll, I'll send you the clip, but it was just hilarious. Like, Pritchard, that's it, the Pritchard brothers. Um, like, everyone was ripping out, like, ripping it out of them. Wait, 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 wait. Like, as Twitter. in Curtis and AJ were in it. Yeah. I didn't realise that. Yeah, and honestly, it's hilarious. Like, it's so funny. I'll find it for you and send it to you. But, um, like, there's there's at one point where, like, one of them comes into the scene and, like, stands on a roundabout, just push, pushes himself around <laughs> as he's saying his line. And you're like, the fuck is going on? And then, like, one of them's like, <laughs> I can't wait for her to have what we have, to get what we've got in store for her. And you're like, are you guys all right? But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, sorry, we've just jumped around loads. Um, I I did think it was good, but yeah, it was predictable. Uh, yeah. Um, 
very no. Like some bits, like I, I didn't clock were going to happen. Like I didn't know exactly how it was going to play out. Um, you know, obviously you knew she's a bit crazy, but you didn't know the why. Yeah. So that was good. Although when that happened, I was like a bit of a cop out. Um, but yeah, like, so I'd say six out of 10, you know, wasn't shit, wasn't amazing. I've watched something recently that had Kevin Bacon in it and Amanda um, Safe, Saferead. Uh yeah, I know who you mean. Um, the the one who was in Mean Girls, Mamma Mia, Dear John. Yeah, so I watched it. So it was called um, You Should Have Left. And it was described as a psychological horror film. Right. Which when you say to me psychological horror film means like it's... Jumpy. Like, it's, mind- yeah, but it's, 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 it's like mind trippy, you know. So it's like someone's a bit crazy, but like... You, you think it's going to be quite realistic, right? So the thing I liked with this film was that it was realistic in the in the aspect of there's nothing supernatural. Like, this could genuinely happen. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. thinking that someone's crazy so you ignore her. Like, obviously not all of it would actually physically happen. You know, cops being, like, allowing the person you've just accused of murder into your house, shit like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in You Should Have Left... I thought it was going to be like a really good sort of film. And then like towards the end of it, it just became like um, about essentially like a haunted fucking house. Oh, that was like that, um, that program I watched. Oh, behind her eyes where it all seemed really realistic. And then at the end it became a supernatural thing. And I was like, where the hell has this come from? Yeah. Like, I don't, honestly, I don't recommend it. Like towards the end of it, I was like, that was such a cop out of, yeah, that's the thing. But like, so at least behind her eyes, when you Google it, it says a supernatural psychological thriller, right? When you Google, you should have left, it says American psychological horror film, right? But nowhere do you fucking say, like, I mean, to be fair, it does have in like the picture for it, the house finds you. But I hadn't seen the picture. My mum just said, let's watch this. And I said, yeah. Um, but it's just a cop out right it was just a cop-out because it was a bit like oh you know the house finds you because you're a bad person and I was like oh well brilliant I was like so we've gone from actually interesting film like to like I mean to be fair all of it was a bit I don't know it was just the way that at the end it became too much about like a haunted house I was like I'm disappointed in this I would say behind like not behind your eyes you should have left was like a four whereas the woman in the window would be a six yeah, yeah, because, like, all the bits that were, like, kind of weird and wouldn't actually be realistic were explained by her mental illness. So, actually, yeah. what they were doing is portraying what's going on in her mind, which actually is realistic, because that's the yeah. whole point of hallucinations. So, that bit didn't annoy me when I realised that's what was going on, because I was like, oh, actually, that it for someone who suffers like that it is a that's that's life that does happen yeah. for them whereas yeah with all these other stuff i'm just like that's just so not ever gonna happen yeah ever so yeah i didn't like it like but. yeah because that's what no because I, I feel like most of the stuff that happened made loads of sense like and you know the fact that they got away with some of the stuff was because of the fact they could blame her on her hallucinations and things like that but yeah like the rest of it like it wasn't bad but it was just it was too predictable for me I think yeah and then like I said it just went from zero to 100 like in that last like 20 minutes and it was like eh, eh, eh. it was like what's that film um it, the, you know where they're in the hotel and then the guy goes crazy and he's like stabby what hey uh, where he's like here's Johnny 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually know what film that's from. It's just that really knows it. <laughs> um, it's like, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's like a proper Coke, 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 Coke classic. classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but literally she wakes up and then next thing we know, everything's going like a thousand miles per hour. And I'm just like, okay, right. We're moving now. We're moving. But in the film's defense, I didn't feel like the first hour and 15 minutes dragged. Like it still no. all happened quite quickly, but the last twenty minutes were just intense. Yeah, that it, it just it, it's like they get to a point where they're like, "Oh, the film is going on too long now. Let's wrap it up." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stabby, 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 stabby. But yeah, no, it didn't feel like the film dragged. I just I wouldn't watch it again, and I probably wouldn't like go out and be like, "Oh, you have to watch this." No, but if someone said to me like, "Oh, I'm looking for a film to watch tonight." Like, don't know. I'd be like, oh, you can give the woman in the window a go. Like, I'd rate it a six, but it's an easy watch. Mm. Yeah. You know, my mum would, I reckon my mum would probably quite like it because she doesn't really, um, what's the word? I don't know. She doesn't really have the, she doesn't really like, um, like, I don't think she'd see as many of the twists coming because she hasn't watched as many of these films. Like, I've literally watched so many of these things. Like, I, I, I could basically rewrite every... I could write every single one of these films and basically just chuck in a couple of new actors and be like, yeah, it's a new, fi- new film. Um, whereas my mum hasn't watched as many of these because she gets a bit scared. And obviously most of her TV that she watches at the moment is child-friendly. <laughs> are you trying to call your mum simple? No, I'm not trying to call my mum simple. Are you? Are you sure? No. Yeah, I think that's I'm where sure. you were going. Not where I'm going. Mum, if you're listening, I'm not calling you simple, I promise. You think your mum's going to listen? She's listened to some of it. Oh, well, hello, Sarah. Welcome to the family. Yeah. She's listened to, I think, half of episode one. Yeah, I mean, episode I don't one... think I don't think she's going to get past, like, episode three, to be honest. Oh, I've just pulled out some hair. Right, stop playing with your hair. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I already had to tell her off for eating sweets before we started, because I knew she, otherwise she'd just sit there and eat sweets the whole time and it just end up with like it's quite funny because you can tell in a couple of episodes where you're eating because i literally do all the talking and you just chip in every like couple of seconds <laughs> well since you said to me that your your parents think that i talk too much i'm quite conscious about not hogging the whole thing you know but now i'm hogging it all <laughs> that's fine you're their child they'd probably rather listen to you than me welcome to the flow show well, i think we both know that you're my dad's favorite so yeah that is true actually so what else has gone on in the past couple of weeks do you know what it's all been a blur like i, I know it has hasn't it i remember thinking oh we have so much to talk about oh i did have a bit of a rant because do you know what really is pissing me off is just how unbelievably crazy the housing market has gone and i can't remember if i actually made this complaint before because i hadn't actually i don't think i'd looked at any houses yet but i've now looked at four houses I haven't put an offer in on one of them because I don't like the area. But each tie, like, so the way it works in Scotland is the home report value. It, um, so Scottish people have to do a home report before they put the house on the market. And any any of your offer that you put in that's above the home report has to come out of as cash. So it can't be part of a mortgage. So that impacts on, like, how much you can get for a mortgage. It, it's it's really weird how it works. So that's like interesting. Yeah, so, like, I can obviously only offer so much above the home report values. But, like, generally, people are, like, offering, like, 10, 15, 20K over the home report. And I'm just like, I can't afford to do that. Otherwise, Mm. I ain't going to get a mortgage for the rest of it. And honestly, it's just so crazy at the moment. Like, I made three offers and every single house that I made an offer on, I've been, like, the lowest offer. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm still doing, like, 5K over the home report value. 
Like, I'm also not going to go crazy and end up paying way more for a house than I think it's worth. So this is what happened to me and Rob in Sheffield. Um, you know, we had our budget and we were going and looking at houses that were within our budget and people were offering, you know, another 20 to 30K on top of that. Yeah. And I was like, well, and so I it got to a point where I said to Rob, I was like, we can't look at houses that are at our budget. We need to look at houses that are 30K below our budget. So if we need to add another 20K on, we can still do that. And that's what you're going to have to start doing is start yeah. looking at houses that are actually below what you can afford because if everything's going for higher than the valuation then yeah no and but i'm, but I'm glad that that's happening that. there as well as it's happening in sheffield because sheffield was crazy yeah no i generally have started doing that because um like i'm i'm so i know what my top end of the budget is and to be fair i don't want to go to my top end of the budget because obviously that just it means if i want to do stuff to the house i've got less money available to do it until like i get a promotion and such so I'm just like, I'm already looking at things that are like 40k below, but because of the home report thing, I still can't afford these things because people are like, because again, if so basically they have this thing called closing. So basically if a house goes to close, all offers have to base, oh, this is another thing. Your solicitor has to put your offer in on your behalf. So you have to have a solicitor before you can put an offer in. So your if you go to closing, your solicitor has to put the offer in by that date. And basically the solicitor opens all the offers at the same time and gives them to um, the the owner. Obviously, if there's a huge amount of offers, they'll only give like the top four or five to the owner. Um, so it's, it's quite good because then you hear like, you know, roughly when you're going to hear back about a decision. And it usually is in within like four or five hours um, of like the close, depending obviously how busy the owners are. Um, so you are literally only allowed to put in one offer. So it's not like if someone, if I put in 5k over the home report and someone That's put what we in had for our house, you only put one offer in. We, well, no. So basically we put in um, one offer um, on the day that we saw it, which was the like, second day it had been on the market. And then two weeks later, they were like, we've got like a lot of people interested. So we're just going to have to go to like a closed, um, like a, closed auction essentially and it, and everyone put in the offer that their final offer and then the woman will choose based on what the final offers are yeah but i just think that's so crazy because i was speaking to one estate agent because one of the houses i looked at didn't do that um but and i was speaking to him and i was just like it's so difficult because i don't want to pay 10k over the home report value to find out all the other offers were only five six K over the home report value because I could have saved myself 3k yeah but that's the thing it's like that's because we had this exact conversation when we were trying to figure out how much we wanted to put in and it's like that's where it comes to how much do you think a house is worth yeah um, and also says. you're not going to find out what other people's offers were mm. no but it's still like like the fact I could have potentially gone lower so one thing my mum pointed out to me so because I said this exact same thing I was like now it just sort of bugs me that I'm never going to know if I like could have got less money and my mum's like but Samantha like you don't know that someone didn't offer more money but that the woman just decided that actually I want these people to have the house because that does come into effect and I was like oh actually that's a good point I was like so I'm just going to tell myself that someone offered more money and didn't get it <laughs> yeah well that's what I had when selling my flat so I had two people put put offers in there was only a grand difference between their offers and I did go with the higher offer, but he was also a 
a safer option because he had an agreement in principle from the um the, the estate agents mortgage advisors whereas the other person had an online one which was actually not a formal agreement in principle and then she came back and upped her offer to the same as this other guy but I was like well no because the risk hasn't changed like you'd ha- like I realized even if she'd gone like a grand over I'd need her to go a couple of grand over for it to be worth the risk because another the, another flat in my block ha- that's recently sold they had to go back to market because the original the person they accepted the offer on had the same thing as this other girl and actually it fell through because it turns out it was an agreement in principle it was a, just a potential how much you could borrow um, and they can then actually get the mortgage that they needed to get. Because I've seen you, the ro- position you and Rob are in, actually even it's less riskier than someone else. So actually if they've only offered a grand over what you offered, it's safer for her to go with you and Rob. Yeah. And that's what, so that's what we said. We were like, let's just pretend someone else offered more. Because there had been an offer for more than what we put in, but they withdrew it. So then obviously everyone knew that there was this offer on the table that was so much. So then it's like, well, if everyone knew that someone had offered that much, because we were like, right, so we know that someone's offered X amount, but that they've withdrawn it. We were like, so does that mean that everyone else is now going to be like, shit, we need to offer X amount, otherwise we're not going to get it because everyone's going to offer X amount. And then we were like, but X amount is still too expensive for us. So we just, we still, we still can't do that. So we'll have to be realistic. And if we don't get it, we don't get it, but then still got it. And I was like, well, yeah, right then. Yeah. It's it's always interesting because it's like, do they withdraw it? Because actually they put multiples offers in and they got the offer on the house that they really wanted. Did they withdraw it because they realised they couldn't afford it? But um, someone, uh, I think it was, I was speaking to like the solicitor and she was saying, what's going to be interesting is now that life's going back to normal, in six months time, there's going to be a lot of people who realise that they've overstretched themselves and actually can't afford the houses that they've now bought because they based it off not really being able to leave their house and not having all those expenses and all going on holiday and stuff like that. So actually the housing market could in the next three, four months drop and then kick up again in six months because all these people are now having to sell houses that they realise they can't afford and kind of want their money back. But realistically, like no one's going to be selling a house that they moved into three months ago. Well, like if you realise if you realise you can't afford it, you're not going to be able to afford early exit mortgage fees and all this stuff and another lot of solicitors fees and all of that sort of stuff. So what you'll find is in like, you know, two years time that these people will be selling their houses. It's not going to be a three, four months because they're not if they can't afford if they can't afford to do all their fancy holidays and stuff, they're not going to be able to afford to sell, buy a new place, pay for those solicitor fees again, plus pay an early exit mortgage fee. They're not going to have the money. Yeah. Also, the other interesting thing is there's um, in a couple of the areas I've been looking at, there's a lot of houses that were really run down. Like, to the, so they've been obviously sold off cheap. And like one of that, uh, so number four that I looked at, literally down the road from that, there was like this house that was so close to demolition um, and the, someone's bought it and basically completely redoing it up. But as mum said, there's a chance that in six months time that comes back onto the market which actually would be ideal because then it's in the area I want it in and it's been redone up. But hopefully it'll be on sale when the market's calmed down. Yeah, that is something to consider. Um, so, yeah. It is tough with houses and stuff like that. Yeah. I hope mine sells quite quick. I think you should be all right, especially where you are in London. I've got the valuation on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, I think you said Tuesday the 8th, didn't you? 
Yeah. What um, is it? So I'm going to need to make sure I tidy it for that. Oh, seems like a bit, a lot of effort having to tidy it. I know. I just don't know why. I said to Rob we should get a cleaner for our, um, for our house. He was like, why? And I was like, so why we not? don't have to do it? And he was like, but it doesn't take that long. I was like, do you know how long it takes me to clean my entire flat? I was like, it takes me at least like four hours to do a full blown proper clean of my flat. Also, like, and you're now thinking about a four story house. Oh yeah, you've got four stories, lol. Also, it's different when you live in shared accommodation because like there's multiple of them to do bits of the cleaning and like take things like the bins out and stuff like that. And also, like you say, he's literally cleaning his room the kitchen when he's used it and sometimes the living room like that's not a lot from yeah yeah that's not a lot to clean and also like with the kitchen and the living room areas multiple of you will be cleaning it i mean i cleaned their kitchen last saturday with rob and when i say clean their kitchen i mean i deep cleaned their kitchen i think we did it for about six or seven hours i love the fact you went to visit your boyfriend and spent the whole time cleaning (laughs) But, well, well, time, but so I thought I thought I was going to have to stay there for like two weeks um and so I was like I can't I need to clean this because basically they like they have like the, on top of their cupboards they just had so much shit and I was like why is all this stuff on top of your cupboards it makes no sense and it was just bugging me because I was like there there's there's a lot of room in this kitchen and there was no reason for all of this stuff to be the way that it is so I basically emptied out every single club cupboard with Rob we emptied out every single cupboard cleaned every single cupboard then took everything off the top shelf like the top of the cupboards cleaned the tops of the cupboards and then reorganized the cupboards so until the point that when it was done they were like there's nothing on the top and I was like yeah and they were like how have you done that and I was like because I put it away and got rid of stuff that you don't need simple yeah they were like but we've got so much space it looks so much bigger I was like funny that funny how that works eh so that's what I said to Rob I was like you know realistically I was like if we get a cleaner that comes in for I don't know three hours a week or something you know like to just do most of the so I was like but not even to do everything you know potentially to just clean the bathroom clean the kitchen um mop and hoover yeah see like because I I've complained multiple times to my mum about just especially when you live by yourself having to do all the cleaning and like it's so annoying I'm terrible for cleaning my bathroom. I'll clean the toilets because I can do that literally in a couple of minutes. Wiping down the dust off surfaces and stuff like that. I'm just so terrible at doing it. So my mum's like, well, why don't you literally just pay a cleaner to come in for an hour and all they have to a week and all they have to do is hoover and wipe down the surfaces. Like I'm not asking them to clean my whole bedroom or like to clean my whole kitchen because I'm pretty good at doing them. But the hoovering and like the cleaning dusty areas, I just, I don't do. That's what I'm thinking, you know, if like we get someone who, you know, will hoover the whole house because it's a big house. Like it's a lot of like when you've got a house and you have to start carrying the hoover up the stairs and all this sort of stuff. It's so much more effort. Right. So someone so to get them to hoover, get them to polish everywhere, you know, like upstairs, the office, the bedroom, polish like the living room and to then clean the bathroom and the kitchen. I'd say that would take what, like three hours? Could probably do three hours every other week, maybe, or like do two hours a week or something. But I don't know. But like it wouldn't really be that much. And it would just take so much like time and pressure off. 
yeah. you know, because you don't have to spend so long doing it, like, especially if you want to do, like, fun things. And cleaning a house does take ages. Like, I, I hoovered my mum's house and it must have taken me, like, an hour to hoover my mum's house because yeah. it's massive. Well, yeah, because also when you're hoovering your house, and especially as big as uh, uh, number four is going to be, like, you're also going to have to stop and go empty out the the bag because obviously it will fill up so quick and you've got to take it all the way up the stairs you know you've got to do this got to do that you're going to be tired do you know i honestly would not put it past you to be the kind of person who buys a hoover for each floor of your house <laughs> i was thinking it but i do have a wireless hoover yes i mean will that last the whole way around the house i don't think it would you probably I don't think need it'd last to get a the whole one i think i would have to um Put it, I think I'd have to do half the house, put it back on charge, and then go back and do the other half like an hour later. But you wouldn't. You I would, wouldn't. You so wouldn't do the second half. <laughs> like the upstairs would never get hoovered. Or the, or the basement. Well, I mean, I feel like the cellar doesn't really need a hoover. It's concrete, though. Can you hoover concrete? Do you hoover concrete? Yeah, of course you can. I mean, you could. it probably would just be easier to um, sweep it. But So that's uh, my rant at the moment is just the housing market is ridiculous and I just want to move out. I just want my own space. I want a garden. Yeah, well, to be fair, the only reason I want a garden is so I don't have to walk Betsy three times a day. So the garden... I mean, I still think you should walk Betsy three times a day. <laughs> Maybe twice a day. No, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take her for a walk at lunch. But otherwise, because the only reason I take three times a day is so that she can go out uh, for her business and before we go to bed and as soon as we wake up. Oh, and then, and then I take her out at lunch for like her exercise. Yeah, I really want a little, a little animal. You should, you should get, get, you should get one. They're good. Well, I figured that I'm going to, we're going to. So ideally what I want to happen is I would like to get the house completed, then take like three days or something off work with rob and be like boom let's paint the entire house yeah um whilst and then stay where he is now so paint the entire house get the bathroom done ideally but i feel like we're probably gonna have to get that done professionally um at least for like the installing of like the the white goods and stuff and then when we move in it'll all be painted and ready which means that then i can be like but we've got nothing to do with the house so why don't we get a dog? <laughs> to be fair, I feel like once you are actually living together, because the benefit of you is you are generally going to be working from home so much that it's not like you've got to have to pay for like daycare. Like, I think if you could also get a dog that likes long walks, I think Rob would also really enjoy that because he'd li- it gives him a reason to not necessarily need to wait for people to go out with him because he can just take the dogs on long walks. So I think mm. Rob would actually enjoy it a lot more than he thinks he will. But yeah. it's not like he's got sole responsibility for the dog. Like you're going to be at home so you can take the dog into the garden to do its business. Like he doesn't always need to be doing that. Yeah, I'll look after the doggo. I think it's not too big. You know, could be snuggles. Don't know. I feel like how how many how many flights of stairs can you allow the dog to go up? <laughs> Dogs can do stairs quite easily. Like Betsy does three flights of stairs when I go see my pal Kirsty. No, I mean like, would I want the dog to go into the attic room as well? Well, I'd probably limit it to the ground floor and the first floor. I think so, because then because then the dog can come and chill with me when I'm working. I might put a little dog bed in my office. Yeah, you should. Betsy has a little mattress in in my office. Although no. when. when when I move out and I can have a proper office, I'm going to get her like a proper little chair that goes in the corner of my room for her to sleep on. 
but that can also be oh used as like if I'm in the office and someone wants to come sit with me and do some stuff. Oh my god, yeah, I might do that as well for the dog that I um, you know, or don't have. The other option for you two is to get a cat because I think well, obviously you love Milo. Just steal Milo. What are we talk about? Steal Milo. Your mum won't notice. I, literally every time I go home I said to Harry the last time I was home I was like I'm gonna take Milo with me and he was like okay <laughs> I was like last time you said no and then he was like yeah but Milo really loves you and I was like that's so cute yeah. Milo does love me because I'm his favorite screw you all yeah it's because you're never there so you're like you're an unknown thing no, it's because I actually give him attention and snuggles and let him sleep in bed with me. Like he, know- <laughs> no, he knows, because when I come back home, he's he, he sleeps in my room. Like, whatever, whatever room I'm sleeping... And bear in mind, the room I'm sleeping in changes. Um, whenever I come back home, he'll start sleeping in the room that I'm sleeping in, like, That's on cute. my bed. Well, maybe you should just take Milo. Do what, just do what I did. Just steal dogs from your family members. But then I'm like, don't, don't they say that cats are really hard to rehome and stuff? See, I think, it's, I, think I would say it's different because you're... A s- something he knows it's different when they completely don't know the like the person they're moving to i think that they but struggle I mean, with like, that in terms of um like locations yeah but you'd you'd have to keep him in for a wee bit anyway to get him used to being with you and rob but then if you only let him out for like an hour a day until he like he gets more used to it he should be fine yeah that's true because like people do it because we had a cat once um and when we moved from Bottisham, um, the cat jumped out the window and ran back to the old house. When I mean, th- yeah, Bottisham. I mean, they do sometimes, they can return. But as long as you, like, obviously it's a bit different for you because you, he's not going to, Milo's not going to run back to Cambridge. Yeah, um, no, can you imagine? I think he'd die. <laughs> yeah, Milo would not make it back. No. Bye, Milo. Nice knowing you. Oh, poor little Milo. But yeah so i don't know i'm gonna work on it i think once like the house is all ready and we're settled in what i'm gonna do is like find a really cute um dog or cat on like a rehoming website and be like and then just start sending the the animal to him and be like look or do do what most people do and just accidentally turn up with the dog or the cat i think he would kill me yeah you say that but like i remember a guy dated his mum literally Went to view some puppies and then suddenly came home with two of them. My friend's family went to go get a cat. Like, well, Kirsty's family went to go get a cat and there was only one left over and no one wanted him. So they brought both home and both their dads were fuming at the time. And then those pets became their dad's best friends. Yeah, I still think my dad kill me. My dad didn't want our cat. So now look at him. Like even even if Rob were to love them, like and he 100% would, he would be really annoyed at me if I did that. Yeah, but he'll get over it. He would get over it, but I would have to sit through like probably a good month of like, I'm just so disappointed. Yeah, but it'll be worth it. And you'll be like, I don't care, I got my kitty. I'll be like, it's okay, you can go sit upstairs, I'm going to show my kitty. Exactly. And you'll be like, fine, Rob, why don't you move out? Because the dog slash cat ain't going nowhere. I just don't feel like that would go down well. Honestly, there are ways around it, Samantha. There's ways around it. What I might do, what I might do is like, if I know someone that's got an animal, is like borrow it for a day. And then when he comes home, be like, I've got a dog. And if he goes really apeshit, then I'll be like, no, I'm joking. This is just someone else's dog. And then if he's like, okay with it, I'll be like, okay, well, I was joking. This is someone else's dog. But now I know that you want a dog. Or that could be the thing you do is like, especially in Sheffield, if you know anybody who's got a pet that wants to go away for a bit, be like, look, can we have the pet while you're away just so we can see what it's like being 
with a pet in the house well there's a there's a website called borrow my doggy i've never used that i've always been like especially during last um well the first lockdown i was a bit like "Mm, maybe i should do that because especially with like little biddies who weren't able to walk their dogs and stuff yeah but you should probably look onto it because you can because then you don't have to pay for someone to look after your dog no see with betsy i couldn't do it because she's not she couldn't be left with strangers like she doesn't even like being left with my parents and she knows my parents quite well oh fair she just doesn't seem to sell even last weekend when they were up every time i came in she was literally sat by the door although my friend was saying apparently dogs noses are so good that even if they can't hear you they can smell you coming home so when i'm in my car and i'm walking out she can already smell me that's why she's by the front door because i because I, I generally do try and sneak up on her so to see like what she's been up to while i've been out but no but she's always by literally the amount of times i've whacked her in the face because she's literally sat like on top of the door and i'm just like dog move it's <laughs> a <laughs> fuck's sake dog learn she literally has herself to blame that's quite funny but yeah so i want a pet they're great i mean they're definitely a lot of work rehoming your dog is a lot of work because obviously you've got to build their trust they tend to have like like anxiety issues especially if you do go through a proper rehoming center they'll obviously have problems that you'll need to overcome with them but it's so worth it yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't get a um i wouldn't like get a breeded animal a what a breeded a bred <laughs> a breeded do you know what i can't even an animal you. from a breeder like i generally would not have been able to create it would have been bred wouldn't it breed yeah it's bred not breed yeah a bred a bred a bred animal <laughs> It just doesn't sound right. Those just sound like the animal, like you see, you know when you get those photos of dogs and they've like there's a piece of bread and they've cut the middle out. And well, it's dog in it. It sounds like it sounds like you know the the the, the ham the, the the ham with the face on the Billy Bear know, ham, but yeah, the Billy Bear ham, but um, a bread version. <laughs> Billy Bear, Billy Bear bread. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah i would i would always get a rescue just because we've discussed this before but yeah, yeah i'd get a rescue oh my god i feel really tired <sighs> i only got up about two or three hours ago oh were you up that early yeah i got up about 10 oh no she, she didn't text me till like 11 i was playing animal crossing you're absolute nerd <laughs> <laughs> i was in bed playing animal crossing and also playing merge dragons on my phone you were playing two games at once yes I play Merge Dragons all day because what what I have to do is I have to leave it on. I have to leave the screen on so that the dragons can go and harvest from the plants. Um, it's why my phone dies so quickly. Um, so even when we're playing Minecraft, I'll be playing Merge Dragons as well. And I wait till they've harvested everything and then I merge them all together and then let it go for a bit longer. You're such a nerd. <laughs> like such a nerd. Ah, oh, my favorite thing that happened yesterday. So I don't know how much we've talked about it, but basically I am part of um, an involuntary thruple with Samantha and her boyfriend, Rob. He He's not very accepting of me. It's kind of awkward sometimes. But we were playing Cod yesterday and he actually called me babe. I was like, <laughs> I've been accepted. I'm part of the thruple now. And then obviously it was like, did you actually just call me babe? And he was like, yeah. I love the fact he was like, yeah i meant to as a joke and it's like no no you generally just thought <laughs> no, you were talking you, to samantha you did that. also it was really funny because he nearly did it like a second time later on as well he's like oh but flow <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's probably because like we were playing Warzone, so he was probably more used to you being alive and me being dead rather than the other way around yeah that is true but yeah, yeah it was someone so who's played for so long flow you're still shit yeah i mean we got third and fourth so we like and I was alive 
the first I got I got third the first uh, the first time yeah yeah we, we're actually not that bad um but quite, we are yeah, quite a trio quite... when you don't argue which is so unbelievably awkward they full-on had a domestic dispute in front of me <laughs> and I was I'm always just sat there like oh my god okay right here we go because you're both so unreasonable and so stubborn with each other that I actually don't understand how you've just not broken up over something so stupid before. <laughs> and I, like sometimes I'll be like, I don't like it when mummy and daddy argue. But yesterday I was like, I just I can't even make a joke out of this. I just have to let it happen because it was just so awkward and it was over such a stupid <laughs> thing. And you were being so stubborn it is do you know what sometimes I'll be like sat there and I'm like this isn't even a big deal <laughs> why are we still arguing because you and do you know what? I'm gonna defend Rob here you made it a big deal well I just wanted to know where he was he wasn't near you yeah why that's I my point why not but I wasn't near you but you weren't having to go at me that's what I found really ironic you weren't that far away I was far yeah I so you know you were in the house I was the other side of the yeah. railway still yeah, I know. I knew where you were. I was like equidistance away from you as Rob was. But I ran I ran away from you. So I was like, I can't have a go at Flo for not being next to me because I ran away from her. You know, I can't like I, that, that's my that's my fault. You know, I should have stayed with you. But Rob's already fucked off and I was trying to get towards Rob. So because he's fucked off so far, it means that I've then got to try and make up the ground. You know, why has he gone so far away? It's a team game. I mean, he did say to us, someone get the car because that's what I was doing. But you'd obviously already started running off down. And then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'd, but then my point was, you know, if I'm telling you that they're jumping off, come. And when he said, I did start running back. I was like, okay, that's all I needed to know. You said you didn't move. That's what I was annoyed about. But once you explained that you did start running back, that's completely fair enough. And I'm going to stop. I'm going to leave it there. And it he was did so not, awkward. Because he's more stubborn than me. <laughs> Honestly. I was like, I, I, I accept I'm in the wrong then. I was like, and I will leave it here. It and was the fact he's like, yeah, but you still seem annoyed. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't matter. I was like, I've, I've, I've moved on. He's like, it's meant to be fun. Why do you have to ruin it? It's meant to be fun. Well, don't fucking go off on your own then. Yeah. I mean, to be, before the, to be fair, before that, we were actually playing quite well as a trio. Like, we do have moments where we do play really well as a trio. Yeah. And I like playing with but Rob because he, he's always nice. <laughs> he's nice to me. I think I've got better. You've got better. No, you have. I accept you've got better. You have moments where I'm like, oh, she annoyed. <laughs> I, the thing is, though, right, I'm really competitive. I'm right. Nice. So, like, for me, playing these games, it's not just about having fun. It's about winning or at least about doing the best that we can. So if we start losing all the time or doing shit all the time, I want to know why. I want to understand. I want to be like, I'm that sort of person when I play netball and if we're losing, right, I'll be like, right, guys, why can't you defend? And everyone's like, whoa. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not having to go at you. I just want to understand what is stopping you from being able to defend and to be able to stop them scoring. You know, is it because they're too tall? Is it because you're not making an effort? Or is it because, you know, something else? But let's discuss it. Let's work out what we can do as a team to better ourselves so that you can defend, you know? And that's because I want to do better. 
that's why I like to understand. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, sorry that we were delayed by another week, but we promise we will be back to it more regularly in June and summer 2021. Um, so tune in next week to hear more about the adventures of Samantha and Flo during the summer. Um, we've got loads of plans now. We've got so much to discuss. Um, so I am being slightly sarcastic. But if you've got any questions or anything that you want us to talk about, any advice that you need, drop us an email at dykwpodcast at gmail.com and give us a follow on Instagram at dykwpodcast. And we will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.